Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Good morning Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. And we say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Father. Holy Spirit. Yes. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you for this wonderful week gone by. All the new things you have taught us, the ways you have helped us improve our personal prayer life, our journey with you, our relationship with you. You helped us see and reflect on it in a new light. And today you teach us something new. You are doing a new thing again. We thank you, Lord, that you pour your wisdom, the mysteries from your word into our hearts and you open up our understanding. So that out of that understanding, when we then make our confession of faith, that faith is rock solid. That faith is unshakable and strong. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, so that when your word says, faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word, you take us on that journey by your spirit. And it is he who makes that word become flesh and dwell within us to the extent that we are able to apply it out of that faith. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you, Father, that you call us by name to be with you, to be in your presence. And we can't come in our own righteousness because that does not exist. But we come in the righteousness of Christ. So that when we have declared he is Lord, we are now in him. And in him we are sanctified, we are made holy. We are redeemed and brought back into the house. We wear his robe of righteousness, covered by his blood. We are exempt from being judged under sin. And you show us mercy and you release grace for us afresh every single day. When we repent for our sin, we make an effort to turn towards you. We thank you, Father, for that love that is unchangeable. That you do not look upon our behaviors and our circumstances to reciprocate like we do. But you love us the same, all the same, irrespective of what we do. We thank you, Father. In the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts, Lord, when we commune with you, when we are in the secret place with you, we share that with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and with those that have no one to pray for them. And as we offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker, the name of our creator, the name of our father. The one who is ever faithful. The one who is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. The one who is the strength of our salvation. And it is he who has covered our heads in the day of battle that we are secured. We thank you, Lord, that you provide us with your armor. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who taught us faith, the one who is the author and the finisher of that faith and of our destiny, the Alpha and the Omega. The Lion of Judah who leads us in the day of battle. 
the one who is a shield for us, just as Psalm 3 says. He is our glory and the lifter up of our heads. He is the Lord who heals in Isaiah 54 verse 10. He is the one who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge, as 1 Corinthians 1 says. It is he who holds the key of David, so that what he shuts, no one can open, and what he opens, no one can shut. It is he who has reigned supreme over death and has taken the keys over death from Satan. It is he who now reigns. And in him, we too. We thank you, Father. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, the spirit of life, the spirit of freedom, so that where he is, there will always be freedom. There will always be light. Darkness will always be dispelled. And the truth shall prevail when we submit to Jesus. And let his spirit work in us. It is he who quickens us to receive revelation from the Father. It is he who lifts us out of the pit. It is he who has made his tabernacle within our bodies. And it is he when he comes, just as Acts 1 verse 8 says, then we receive power to bring about all that transformation in our lives. We thank you, Lord. That you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. We thank you that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny helpers. We thank you that you have blessed us with the privilege of being a part of this praying family. Where you continue to shower your blessing. And where you give us your protection. We thank you, Father. That you have blessed us with every physical provision. And every spiritual gift that we need in order to be abundant. And you teach us your ways that are high above our ways. So that when we observe, when we meditate on them and observe to do according to all that is written in those ways. Then we make our way prosperous. Then we raise up our hedge of protection around us. Your hedge of protection around us, Father. That is raised by virtue of us aligning with you and staying with you. And we thank you, Father, that we rise above every scope of attack of the enemy and we are able to triumph and emerge as more than conquerors in every circumstance and situation. We thank you, Lord, that you are taking us on that journey, that you are teaching us your ways, that you are helping us rise above, that we can no longer be battered, hammered, run down, crushed. But we can stand strong and resist till the enemy gets tired and flees. And we are able to rise above in dominion so that when we start operating in the gifts that you have given us, then it is time for the enemy to run. We thank you, Lord. You are doing that new thing in our life every single day. We thank you, Jesus. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus, that they are protected under the blood covenant, that the blood of Jesus speaks for them, 
every time there is an accusation brought against them or not. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. It says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. And each of us declare in confidence, in faith, that it shall not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it, when I sent it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. And thank you for the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Lord. Yesterday, we reflected on depending on God. What are we measuring success by and then depending on God? Before we move ahead, I just wanted to add one more thing that the Lord put on my heart while I was further reflecting on it yesterday. God designed man to be dependent on him. But he does not reveal the entire plan at once. He always only shows you the next step. So his GPS will always stop at the next step. And you will take that journey beyond it by faith. Where at the right time, he reveals the step after that. And then the next one. That way, he doesn't freak you out. He won't scare you by showing you the longer journey, which in our current state of mind, we probably would start to experience fear. But along the way, he takes us one step at a time and at each step, he further fortifies and strengthens us. So that then we are equipped to handle it. We are equipped to understand and digest it. And fear cannot overcome us. The best example of this is the journey of Abraham to the promised land. God always only, when you look at scripture in the book of Genesis, there God always only showed him the immediate next step. That was the only instruction he gave him. Go here, do this. Nothing beyond. So we are called to depend on him. But when you depend on him, you should now know what to expect. You will not be given the whole picture. He will only show you the next step. But we are called to move in faith. Okay, moving forward now to today's topic. Today will be a new two-part series within the same. It's a sub-series within the same series of what is man that God is mindful of him. And we touch on the concept of the believer's dominion. The basis for commanding in the name of Jesus. So I'd like to touch on that principle. That God gave the principle of dominion 
that God gave man on earth. So we're still reflecting now on Genesis 1, verse 26 to 28. It's quite a deep reflection from just these three or four verses. There's so many things the Lord has shown. Now there's a few questions that come here. If you encounter the devil in any situation, can you command him to leave on your own authority? Now, will he go? If not, then why not? And why would he go if you use the name of Jesus? What do you need to know there and understand before you use that name? This is what dominion on earth is all about. Remember, it is a legal kingdom and the devil and the Holy Spirit and every other angelic being as well. Understand legalities very well. Every spiritual entity understands legalities very well. What is legal, what is illegal. They play within the loopholes. When I say they play, I'm talking about the demonic now. They play within the loopholes that are provisioned there so that they can still stay legal and achieve their own personal ends without getting caught on the wrong side of the law. Let's look at it a little more closely to understand how to apply it now. Psalms 115 verse 16 says, The highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to mankind or the children of men. So he gave man authority over the earth realm. And a good way to understand it today in this first part, we'll understand this itself, what it really means in a simple way, so that then you get a feel for what that is. We'll take a very practical experience. That of God being a landlord and he issuing a contract to man as a tenant to one of his houses. So that man can now live as a tenant in that house and let's call that house earth. Now the landlord owns the house. But he has given it to the tenant to look after it. To maintain the gardens. It has its own backyard and little garden. To maintain the gardens. To water them. To mow the grass. And to manage the house. So to take care of it while he lives there. Which means the tenant can live in it. And as long as the tenant is under the contract with the landlord, the landlord can't just walk into the house anytime he likes. If any of you are renting a house, you will know this. The owner of the house just won't barge in. He will send you a little notice giving you enough time and checking if you are okay and it is convenient for you, for him to visit your house, even though he owns it. He can't visit it without your permission. That's the basis of what we are doing on earth here as well. God cannot visit you without your permission. That permission is prayer. So going back, the landlord has to ask the tenant's permission even to inspect the house if he wants to inspect it. The tenant, on the other hand, manages the upkeep of the house, ensuring that it is tidy, well-maintained, and it's in a good state of repair. But if there are any maintenance works or repair works that need to be carried out, if there is, if something has a problem, then the tenant informs the landlord 
and the landlord then conducts repairs on the house. Without the tenant informing the landlord, the landlord will not take anything for granted. In fact, he will never know that you know the dishwasher is not working or the oven has failed. The tenant has to inform him and then the landlord conducts repairs. That informing by the tenant, by you, to God, your landlord, is called prayer. So God will not visit the earth, your house, without your permission. And if you want any maintenance works to be done by him, for him to step in and repair things which you can't, then you use prayer. And that's your way of saying to God, I need your intervention to fix this problem in my house, which is beyond my control. So while the tenant is living in the house, he is in control of the house or he has authority over everything in the house. But what you need to remember is he has no power to make any modifications to the house or to carry out repairs because he doesn't own it. So while you say Psalm 115 verse 16, the highest heavens belong to God, but the earth he has given to children of men, you are still a tenant, you don't own it. That's the big takeaway there. So we have every right of a tenant. You have authority over the house, but no power. That's one line summary of what your authority and power over the earth realm mean. So you are given authority over the house. You are given authority over the earth. You can speak. But the power to do things like the owner would, you can only have it if the owner gives it to you. So the same applies to us as well when you look at it from the point of view of the earth and our connection to the earth as tenants. Given authority, but no power. Now in Genesis 1 verse 28, God said, let man rule over the fish of the sea, the birds in the sky, and over every living creature that moves on the earth. So man has that dominion or that authority over all spiritual entities in the earth realm as well. When you look at it spiritually now, fish of the sea includes all kinds of marine spirits. And when you're looking at all the different kinds of creatures, there's fish of the sea, birds of the air, and all living creatures. From a spiritual point of view, all the different types of spiritual beings that are in the earth realm, so that includes marine spirits, that includes principalities, that includes powers and that includes rulers. These three categories that are in the earth realm, as we see mentioned in Ephesians 6 verse 12, where it says we wrestle against them. So they are here within our realm. That's the only way you will wrestle against them, otherwise you won't. You 
you are given authority over them. A man was meant to rule over them. But Satan beguiled Adam into sin and snatched his rule. That's why the fallen man comes under Satan's authority. Because he submitted to Satan in listening to him and doing what he told him to do. So man now, fallen man, all men that are under sin, that do not yet accept Jesus, come under the authority of Satan. Are you seeing why it is important to be born again? So that God presses that reset button and he brings everything in you out from the authority of Satan. So that you no longer remain under his rule. Only then can you come and make a conscious choice to come under Jesus' rule or his kingdom. But in essence there, because the man, the fallen man is under Satan's authority, he can't exercise dominion over all these entities that are mentioned in Genesis 1.28. Because their government is higher than the sinning man's government. His own authority is not high now. He comes under them or they are higher than him. So he can't cast them out. He can't kick them out. Are you seeing why? He can't command them to leave. He can say it and they won't go. So Jesus stepped in for redemption of men. And how he worked out restoration of their authority? We'll look at that tomorrow. But it is, dominion is about that authority and that power. And if you understand the concept of the tenant and then the tenant being given power to do or make repairs, then you will know how that authority or power is restored. But we will look at it from a scriptural basis tomorrow. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for an opening of eyes, Lord. So that when we understand what you have placed within our hands and what that precious name and the precious blood of Jesus can do for us in terms of our dominion mandate that you call us into. Then when we align with your will, your word and what it says about us having abundance and dominion, then we are able to rise up quickly out of every pit that we have fallen into. Then we... Consciously, knowingly work with your Holy Spirit who guides us, teaches us and schools us in all that we need to know in your ways that are much higher than our ways so that we can step into that abundance and we can walk in that dominion. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray, Lord, for all families that are in battle facing division and separation of any kind. For all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance, poverty, any kinds of afflictions and addictions. Let every such yoke of the enemy be broken by the blood of Jesus.
We pray also for our own personal needs, Lord. Those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us and that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. And because we believe, Jesus, we know that we shall see your glory. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Mara de Sarah, <laughs> <laughs> 
The words that the Lord said to me this morning, just then as we are praying. I am your God. 
I am your comforter. I am your provider. I am your Lord of all. The scripture I've been given is Isaiah 41, verse 21. Set forth your case, says the Lord. Bring your proof, says the King of Jacob. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That's his way of saying prayer is a legal system. You make prayer just like you would as a lawyer in the court of law. Defending your rights against what is written in the constitution and claiming it. We thank you, Lord, that you teach us the, your ways. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture shared in the chat. That's from 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 to 15, quoted from the NIV, where it is written. But thanks be to God, who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, the Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, as well as Friday Bible teachings, please share those with friends and family. Encourage them to join us live, or you can point them to the recordings on YouTube and Spotify as well. And you can also share the Telegram group with them. The links are available in every YouTube video. So you can share them there and invite them to come join us. Post their prayer requests so that others will pray with them as well. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank God you, Russell. Everyone. God bless everyone.